0: Third time's the charm, I guess. The lights go dark, the music pauses. You know the drill. The Apple logo hits the screen. Tim Cook. Good morning, good morning. Or wait. Hello, and welcome back to Apple Park. I mean, it's like we can't depend on anything anymore. Not anything, not in 2020, the drop test of years. We've already had the September event, not for iPhone and Apple Watch, but Apple Watch and iPad. And the October event, not for iPad and the Mac, but for Um, HomePod mini and iPhone. And that just leaves, that just leaves lucky number three for the already teased. First Mac with Apple Silicon. And well, drone shot, speed ramp, transition, steady cam, and then Apple TV or AirPod studio, AirTags or iPad Pro, or maybe, just maybe one more thing. Well. Sit back, slap that subscribe button and bell, or I'll switch you back to Intel and get ready as I break it all down. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Zoom in, like mass driver from space zoom in all the way down, right onto Apple CEO, Tim Cook. He's on the stage, he's in the theater, he's followed Lisa Jackson up onto the roof. He's in the secret Blackbird launch bay under the basketball hoop. He's he's somewhere at Apple Park and he's ready to talk. Maybe Apple TV 4K Plus. Finally. Now, it could be that Tim stays on camera, or maybe we cut across to Eddie Q, Senior Vice President of Services, or someone on the Apple TV hardware team. And I know. I know the rumors are saying this won't happen until next year, but damn it, I want it this year, so I'm gonna try to just will in the word it into being anyway. So we start with the Apple TV remote which still needs a makeover, something a little more asymmetrical, maybe with the home button centered at the bottom like iPhones have been since basically year zero. Also the U1 spatial positioning chip in it. So we can find my the stuffing out of it from under the cushions or under the sofa just every day. And fingers crossed for inductive charging, just MagSafe all the things now, please. The 4K box itself will no doubt look similar, if not the same, but has a beefed up A12X processor or thereabouts to not only better handle things like HDR compositing and the next generation of Apple arcade games, and please, just please, Game Pass, Stadia, Amazon, Facebook, all the games, as well as Fitness Plus and the rest of Apple services, and maybe, Just maybe there's an Apple TV 4K Plus with an A14X processor, something that would just, it's clobbering time, AAA games, especially if some of the more outlandish rumors are true about Apple sniffing around the big studios Sony and Microsoft haven't just gobbled up yet. And yes, Apple has never shown any interest at all in hardcore gaming, uh, but that's never gonna stop all the rumors or the dreams. Cut back to Tim. Just like 2012, when Apple announced the iPad 3 in March and then came back in October and announced the iPad 4, what if, just what if Tim Cook wants to tell us that they're once again, not taking their foot off the electric accelerator pedal like at all. So maybe Laura Legros or John Turnus, one of the VPs of hardware engineering, come out with a second big iPad Pro for 2020. This one having everything the last one just didn't. Now. Again, rumors are saying next spring is more likely, but nothing makes sense this year anyway. So I'm including it for the sake of just including it. And maybe it's only 5G with the Qualcomm X55 modem, or maybe it gets 5G and an A14X processor. So it's just all of Apple's major products all on the same IP generation. Or maybe it goes all the way and gets that fancy new mini LED display. My guess is nothing, but wow, would that be something? Smooth transition pan. Back to Tim. Now, I know you want your Apple Silicon already, but the accessories come first. Apple Watch and iPad. HomePod mini and iPhone. I don't make the rules, I just report on them. So maybe AirTags, finally AirTags. And I'm honestly not sure who comes out to tell us more about them. If they were done last month, back in October, Kayan Drance, vice president of iPhone marketing, could have handled it the same way she did MagSafe or with an even smaller James Bond briefcase, same as she did with the iPhone mini. So could Greg Jawswiak, Jaws, senior vice president of worldwide marketing, but they didn't. So it's just kind of wide open now. Anyway, someone comes out and tells us more about these tiny, shiny little Apple emblazoned discs in two sizes, the ring and the pouch and just everything, finally at last, that you can stick on your keys and wallets in your gym bags and gear bags on your kids clothes and your pets collars. And they have that U1 ultra wideband chip in them and they work with Apple's Find My network. So you can locate anything, anything lost or stolen or just missing with down to the inch AR guided precision. And Apple addresses privacy concerns because they have to, because even though Tile has been on the market for years, every headline gonna act like it's a brand new thing just because Apple's doing it now. But then they cut to Craig Federighi, Senior Vice President of Software Engineering for the demo for Find My on the AirTags and maybe for some third-party versions so Tile can't get quite so cranky along with any other new hardware-specific features that are coming with the Tiles. And then blur drop back to Tim. Now, maybe it's time to talk headphones. Most recent rumors suggest the over the ear ones, the AirPods studios have also been pushed to next year. But if they haven't, if they are in fact ready, Tim shows them to us and then again, I don't know. My heart says, I really want Phil Schiller one last time. We haven't seen him since he left his old post anchoring events and became in charge, the Apple fellow in charge of running events, but he still loves his audio gear as much as he loves cameras. So who knows? Anyway, the new AirPod studio take everything great about the in-ear pros and just Hulk searing them out into full on over the ear studio cans. like. Two HomePods Mini just strapped to your head like Princess Leia hair. It's computational, spatial audio on the go, and we get the full demo from the silicon inside them to the streaming. And you can even swap out the earpieces like watch bands so you can mix up the colors and the patterns. And then cut back to Tim, and yeah, the main event. Apple Silicon Max. They were pre announced back at WWDC 2020 in June the Mac, but instead of Intel CPUs and embedded GPUs or Intel CPUs and AMD discrete GPUs, they're running custom Apple systems on a chip, like iPads have been doing for just years and years already. And we've seen, yeah, we've seen the developer test systems, basically a Mac mini chassis stuffed with an iPad Pro chipset, the A12Z. But now we get to see the first real Apple Silicon Mac. If Apple doesn't have a fancier brand name, just ready to debut along with the event. And rumors have been really mixed with everything from a new 12 inch MacBook, basically an iPad Pro in Mac clothing that would kick things off with something familiar to a new third. 13 or 14 inch MacBook Pro that will go a little bit further to really show us what Apple Silicon can really do in the Mac, especially when the power and thermal constraints are just relaxed quite a bit. And there are also rumors of a new Mac mini or of a 24 inch iMac with an all new iPad inspired design making the rounds. Even a 16 inch MacBook Pro still using Intel parts just to put a cap in that lineup in both senses of that word. Either way, we could see Johnny Saruji again, Senior Vice President of Platform Technologies to talk us through the new Silicon or Sri Santhanam, Vice President of Silicon Engineering who showed off the A13 last year or Tim Millett, Vice President of Platform Architecture who introduced the A14 back in September. But really again, another completely open field with JAWS just always a possibility. Tom Boger who runs Mac product marketing, Craig Federiki to show off macOS Big Sur specific to the new machine or machines. Now safe bet is we get an A14 that either has some unique Apple Silicon accelerators discussed for the first time. Something that like the iPhone and iPad share the same chip but optimize for the different devices in different ways so too does now the Mac. Or we get a whole new letter in the alphabet to make that distinction just more distinct with some, maybe some unique IP all its own. Either way, it just runs macOS and Final Cut and Logic Pro faster than anything else on the planet. Virtual machines and emulators faster than it has any rights to. And even iOS and iPad OS apps as fast as anyone would ever wanna run them on a Mac. And the new era has begun. Now with Apple Silicon, Do we even need one more thing? In 2020, I would argue the more things, the better. I would really love it, I could use it, but I do doubt it. The biggest outside chance has to be a glimpse of Apple glasses, like we got of the Apple Watch back in September of 2014. But Apple probably doesn't wanna distract too much from the Mac this month. And it seems way too early still for that technology, the technology that would make Apple glasses really a consumer ready product at this point. So my guess is that's a 2021 or 2022 thing when Apple can show them off and demo them in person when they're 100% certain they're gonna ship because especially with everything else going on right now, I just don't see Apple setting themselves up for any more delays. But if there's any year, any year we could use that bonus that we need the extras it's this one. And that's why Georgia Dow and I are putting extra bonus content for every episode of our new podcast, Apple Talk, up on Nebula, the streaming platform that I'm building along with my education y fellow creator friends like Devin from Legal Eagle, Braincraft, Thomas Frank, Mariana, Ali Abdal, Mary Spender, Epos Vox, Jordan Harrod, and so many more. It's a place where we don't need to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate, watch times, algorithms, ads. You can find all of my videos there completely ad-free, including the new podcast I started with Georgia, Apple Talk, which has a bonus topic only available on Nebula. And yes, what does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the best documentaries on the internet, they just love educational content and thoughtful creators. And we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering 26% off all of their annual plans. And 26% off is just the best deal you'll find anywhere. So click on the link in the description and get both CuriosityStream and Nebula for 26% off or just go to curiositystream.com slash Rene Ritchie. It's a great way to support this channel and get educational content directly for just $14.79 per year, per year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Rene Richie. And clicking on that link just really helps out this channel. For a ton more on everything Apple's announcing this fall, because they're still announcing plenty, click on the playlist above. I've got previews, unboxing, hands-on, full reviews and much, much more to come. Click on the playlist and I'll see you next video.